What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, January the 13th. Right? Yep. I have this right. Well, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, yep, shoot. Right. January, I didn't even think about that. Friday the 13th. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. I thought you were pushing back Spooky. to hit your symbol or something. How many, uh, <laughs> how many horror movie trailers are we going to get tomorrow? That's the question. How many are we getting, um, or how many am I going to watch? Because those are two different. We're going to get at least one. We're going to get at least one. You know what I mean? I'm going to say zero. On this podcast with me today, oh, I'm sorry. Before us do that, on this episode, we're going to be talking about Ubisoft. Some people call it Ubisoft. Um, they're canceling a bunch of games, and um, again, man, we're going to so we're going to talk about that, and also the. Xbox is having an Xbox developer presentation to talk about Redfall, Forza, some other games that are coming out soon. So we will finally get some details on some games we've been curious about. And also, guys, we are, if you're listening to this on Friday, you're we're two days away from the Last of Us TV show starting. And I am an excited, mm-hmm. excited <laughs> boy. Um, but with me today, you can find him across... I was saying across the seven seas, but you know, Skull and Bones got delayed again, so <laughs> not across the seven seas. Uh, you can find him at X user eight X. I know what he's grabbing. It's the mini gong. It's never there. It's never there. <laughs> we have Matthew on the podcast today. <laughs> yo yo yo. So yo yo. No, it's, we just have to play Sea of Thieves. play Sea of Thieves instead of Skull and Bones. Uh, me and Colby played Sea of Thieves the other night, and I finally got enough money to purchase a ship. And I oh, purchased yeah. the small ship. There's the two seater one because it's usually just me and Colby to play. But mm-hmm. he has enough. He has enough gold to get the medium ship, so he's probably gonna buy that. Nice. But, there uh, you go. So I went through. We went through that whole process, and I uh, named you name your ship. I was going to name it the Booze Cruise, but it said that was too <laughs> offensive, and it wouldn't let me name it the Booze Cruise. <laughs> Jeez. And so I named it Big Tuna. I like office. it. Okay. Big tuna. I like it. Big fan, um, big fan. But yeah, let's get on Sea of Thieves. Matthew, you have to yeah. finish your, your PC before we get on before you can get on Sea of Thieves. Tomorrow. GPU comes in tomorrow. <laughs> Nerd. Yes. <laughs> also with us on this episode, you can find him at twitch.tv backslash brown berserker where in about a month and a half, he will be streaming. He'll be in the city. We'll be in the city of Lightfall. I forget what the name of the city is. We'll be playing Destiny N- Nomura? 2. Sure. Is it? <laughs> He'll be there. You can find him. We have Andrew with us on the podcast. Today. Yeah. Andrew, so. they came out with some new uh, pictures of that city. And yes. if it doesn't look like ODST... Let me tell you. It looks I know, like right? ODST. Did you also hear they changed some of the subclass names? I did. I saw that. Really weird. Really weird. But I guess yeah, they have the do reasoning. Do what you got to do. Uh, how excited are you for Destiny Lightfall? We're getting, we're getting closer. Uh, it, so I'm excited, but so I've basically taken off the last month to like hang out with my wife in real life instead of actually gaming mm-hmm. so i'm behind yeah. 
So now my concern is, hmm. can I get my character up to the light level and have all the stuff prepped? So now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm playing catch up now, but yes, I'm, I'm super excited. I hope, I hope that world is fleshed out and there's secrets and I mean, it's a new, it's a, so here's the thing on the witch queen, they dropped the, uh, the, um, was it throne world? They call it the throne world. Right. And that's yeah. our, that was our new destination for the witch queen last January. Here's the thing. I don't find myself going there. Do you? No, I but don't. I feel like I've been there a lot simply because like I said, I played it and then I had friends that played it. And so like mm. I've been in, in the throne world quite a gotcha. bit. Gotcha. I feel like, I don't know, like every time there's a new planet in Destiny, it's like it, that's the thing that we milk the most. And for some yeah. reason, ever since I ran that campaign, I don't find myself going back there unless I'm trying to do like a certain mission to get a certain uh, reward. Yeah. Um, right. I'm actually hoping that this this new city, this new planet for me will 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 suck me and keep me in there a lot longer than uh, the throne. I, I read an article from an insider, so take it with a Ooh, grain of salt. Insider. They were talking about that they wanted the city, they wanted to build something completely different from the throne world for the next for this expansion, and that the city, like a a city that feels lived in, is like something they like had never really done before. So it was like a big task to like make this city that feels lived in and has different things going on. So hopefully, that's what we get, and it lands and it and it's real nice, and there's things to do. Maybe there's, so how, how would you, Maybe there's a How would you feel if we can go game. in those buildings? How, wouldn't that be insane? It would be. That'd be insane. I will. I mean, it it just wouldn't be Destiny. I've been playing the Division Two. This is weird. I know, but I've been playing through the Division Two with a friend. Okay. And this Division Two book came out what like 2018 or something like that. 2019 like maybe. That. Um. And let me tell you, and this was before the new consoles were out. Let me tell you, say what you want to about the gameplay. You walk into a room, you shoot a bunch of people. That's all. That's what you do. But the amount of buildings you can go in, and you're just like, I just walk into this building, loot a bunch of stuff. There's a random cash thing here. It's just it's crazy. If we have even a little bit of that in this Destiny, for it sure, wouldn't feel Destiny, but it'd still be cool. For sure, a little open worldness. You know what I mean. What if you could do like Shinmu and just walk into an arcade and start playing darts? That's what I want. I want a ramen bar with like a card game or mm-hmm. an arcade game or something that people are like, I've done nothing all day today, but play the Destiny mm-hmm. card. I'll see, I was going to take it a step forward and I thought Matthew was going to say, what if you could like go into a um, uh, a PC cafe and play Destiny 1 inside Destiny <laughs> 2? <laughs> <laughs> I was not going they need, quite that far. <laughs> the world of Destiny needs its sport. You know what I mean? It needs mm. its Blitzball, its yeah. Quidditch, whatever their sport is. They that would need be cool. That. Yeah. Get on it, Bungie. Well, they, have, well, they, on. Did, they did the racing league in Destiny 1, but. Which was stick. awesome. I loved it. They, why have they not brought like it back? Nerd, <laughs> you're the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> I used to have a shirt that had the like the league logo. Oh, really? Like that. Dang, yeah. that's cool. It was a fun time. We want to welcome everybody to the Log On Game Podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of new games from... I'm sorry, I messed it up completely. Uh, <laughs> gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. Uh, new episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to your podcast at. And you can find us at youtube.com backslash at logon games. Go over there, 
subscribe to us. We have our Lightfall reactions. Me and Andrew did. We have the Game Awards stuff. We have trivia nights. We have a whole bunch of fun stuff over there. Um, go listen to it. If you're listening to this and you want to watch us, see our faces, you can see the things I'm doing with my hands right now. Uh, <laughs> go over there, youtube.com backslash at games and subscribe there for us. Normally... I sometimes I basically have that part memorized, but sometimes I need to read it, and that was one of those times I needed to read it. <laughs> gotcha. Today's one of those days. It's just one of those days. Something, something, oh, something, dude, that's something. what I was thinking. I I didn't want to say it out loud. That's what I was I thinking. Was, I promise you, I was not thinking that. <laughs> um, Emily didn't know what a limp biscuit was, and I had to explain to her in the grocery store what? the other day. Not who a limp biscuit. What who? A limp biscuit. You know, it's expired cookies for those that are listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what do we want to talk about first? I want to talk about the last of the show first because yeah. I'm, huh. I'm most excited yeah. about that. So we're two days away. Like Matthew said before we hit record, we talked about it. It's getting great reviews. Nines mm-hmm. out of tens, tens out of tens. There's a couple outlets, like very few. I think on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it's like at a 97 or 98. Wow. Um, there's like one or two outlets that give it like six and sevens. Maybe it's just, maybe they're, you know what, big Walking Dead fans. And they're like, you know what, Walking <laughs> Dead's better. And you never know. But I've watched a lot of interviews with the actors and the directors and stuff. And I'm, everything they say is like perfect. Like what we want to hear. Right. The people mm-hmm. that have seen it, uh, whether it's like the first episode or they've seen the whole season and reviewed it, they're all saying what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm an excited, excited boy for this. I think the f- first episode of Sunday night is an hour and a half long. We're going to get the whole first part of the game, I assume. So it's going to be, it's going to set the tone. going to set the tone. Andrew, what's your hype level? So I, I want to say I, I've been the most lukewarm on it. Uh, between the three of us, you know, I've talked about how there's like a lot of post-apocalyptic shows talking about the walking dead, you know, people surviving, people turning on each other, blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but, but oh, some, some kissing too. Sometimes. People yeah. Kiss. But the recent trailers, the more I've seen how closely they're following the game, my excitement level has actually gone up quite a bit. And then mm. like you were saying with all the reception I'm seeing, I'm like, Oh snap. Like, so yeah. I, w- I would say probably in the last couple weeks, I've, I've, I've gone from like five to 11 Ooh, on a scale 11. of excitement. Okay. Yeah. That's so like, big. so I'm, you know, and, and thank, you know, thankfully it finally happened, but yeah, I'm super, I'm super stoked for uh Sunday. Is, is that what you said? Sunday? Yeah. Sunday night, I believe. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, um, Sunday. Yeah. I watched an interview with the director. I forget his name, but he's the guy that did Chernobyl mm-hmm. and he was talking about it was with IGN, I think, and he was. They were asking like, "How do you go about adapting like the best story in video games or whatever?" And he said, "He said there's a lot of story points in the game that you know." He's like, "I would play through the game and I would screen cap a part and I'd send it to Neil." And I'd be oh, that's like, cool. This, this is. It, he's like, so he's like, it was really easy because a lot of the stuff we didn't need to touch. Like we can frame by frame it if we want to because it's already that good. And then he said, "There's other stuff." that just because it's a TV show and not a game that we had to move around and do stuff like that. But he said, he's a big gamer, which I did not know this. He talked about, he played the last of us like a whole, a whole bunch. Obviously he just played God of war and 
he is or just finished Cyberpunk or something like that. So like he's a big time big boy gamer. So that makes me happy as well. Um, Matthew. Hype yes. level. Hype stop level me. is... Stop, stop me when, when we're at your hype level. He's waiting till your hand goes off screen. <laughs> like oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not. I'm not going to stop him. I'm yeah, get, get on the get on the. <laughs> Dude, if he falls off, he, he, I was like, about to say he dies. Oh no. my god! No, I, but, hype level super high. But if I fall high. off, that's a that's a great TikTok. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, hype level super high, and it has been for a long time. This this is the first TV show I've been like excited for, um, in this kind of way and. I don't even know. A very long time. Quite some time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking like maybe, I don't know, first few seasons of Walking Dead, like every week waiting on that, or even before that, probably like Lost. Like it's been nice. It's like that hype level. Um, Especially now seeing, well, I'm actually in the process of watching through Lost now with my fiance. Yeah. We're uh, about a season and a half away from being done. Um, but uh yeah i i'm super excited for this um I, 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 it's been a long time since i've like i said i've watched a show like this where it's a weekly episode deal that i've been waiting for usually it's just you know wait for a season to drop or something you know mm-hmm. but it's but. it's nice to that it's not like a network tv show where it's like you waited so long and then you're gonna get 40 minutes in commercials like yeah. we're, we're basically getting a movie it's an hour and a yes. half First yes. episodes. So we're basically getting a movie of the first part of the last one, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pumped about it. Um, yeah, I, I, I just hope I I'm glad that the uh, the critics are liking it so much because that gives me greater hope that it will be as popular as I want it to be. Um, mm-hmm. Which obviously that's really all that matters in terms of them putting out more stuff. So, um, so. I know things can change, Mm -hmm. but they've said, I believe Neil and whoever the other guy is, I can't ever remember his name. They've said, like, if there's a Last of Us season two, it'll follow the games. So supposedly this first season is the whole first game. And the way they're talking would be season two would just be the second game. Interesting. It's fine, but it's like. Is Bella Ramsey going to feel older, you know, like five years older when they do that? Like if this yeah. thing gets renewed Sunday night, which it very well might, it might just be like season two. It's happening mm-hmm. after they get a bajillion viewers. Yeah. I just, I was talking to a friend. I was just like, but, there's so much, like there's that four year gap in between the end of the first game and the beginning of the second game. So there's so much more story to tell in between there if they wanted to. So it's interesting that they said that it would just be part two, but I don't know. Yeah, that I kind has, of me, hope that has me concerned because what if this is the next Walking Dead, right? I'm talking about on a popularity level and yeah. they burn through the first two games. What happens from that point? I mean, yeah. if the writers are good enough to flesh out that world, cool. And, and I'm sure we're going to see, you know, uh, new bits and pieces in this season that the writers have Mm -hmm. implemented into the story, but you know, fingers crossed. But like I said, we, we had talked about on a previous podcast about how we thought maybe like you were saying, they do the first game and then they do that large gap in between for season two. And then season three is actually part two. 
but right yeah so or, i don't know or really it's such a long gap you could make as many seasons as yeah, they wanted to out exactly. of that big gap yeah um i don't know i i i think my my worry is not that um what's her name will feel old enough because she's actually we looked up the other day she's like 19 or something now mm. so she's really the age that you should be for the second game so they'll you know mm-hmm. Or no, they could stress they her out. It. They could stress her out for six months so she ages yeah, faster. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They'll get they'll get Abby to beat her up for six months before they yeah. start. <laughs> the question yeah. is, who plays Abby Ooh. in part two? Like, are they going to pick someone that's already yoked out of their mind? Or are they going to get like an actress that we already know and just be like, all right, it's going to be uh, Ronda Rousey? <laughs> Please, God, no. What? I mean, she's got the look. No, no, no. She's got the look. She, has, she does have the she look. Has the look. She's true. got the look. She has the look. They'll CGI another actor. Well, she's in WWE so. now, so she's basically an actress. Yeah, exactly. See? So <laughs> we all know that there's a big difference between WWE acting and HBO acting. Let's just be let's John be Cena doesn't think so. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, he's there's exceptions to the rules. He's the exception. <laughs> We'll get John Cena to play Abby. There you go. Part two. Uh, to be yeah. fair, that's about what As she looks peacemaker. like. That's about what she looks like from the neck down. It's interesting because I was watching, no. I was uh, looking at a Twitter thread of people that like, obviously everybody wants Florence P for like everything right now. And she could maybe get, she could maybe be it, but I just feel like it just needs to be someone. That's just like, It'd be interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm still a little ticked at him for not picking. I can't remember the girl's name is now. She's a, uh, if you've ever seen the, TV show Last Man Standing. She's the youngest daughter on that. But every time I see her now, I go, she even looks like she should be, um, uh, what's her Ellie. name? The Last of Us. Ellie. Yeah. She mm. just looks like it. I can't think of what her name is, though. Yeah, there I, was, was like, I thought for sure they would get her. I remember when this was, they were casting for this, and everybody's like, who won, Who would you pick for Joel and Ellie and stuff like that? Is it Molly had. Ephraim? No. That's the middle sister. What's her oh, name? Oh, middle Molly? sister. Okay. <laughs> It's all sisters. Is it, it, is it, is it, is it Caitlin Kate, Dever? Caitlin Dever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you in the especially in that show because she's like she's meant to be a tomboy in the show and so it's like always ponytail. It's like oh yeah no no she's got the look. Hundred percent. Looks just like her. Looks 100%. just like her. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, oh, well. I, I never thought of Bella Ramsey, who's the chick as Elliot. Like that. Mm-hmm. Her, she never crossed my mind. Mm-mm. When all this was happening, because and I think a lot of the casting uh, hopes or whatever that I was seeing was about Joel, like who's the perfect Joel or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I love game. I'm a big Game of Thrones person, and both yeah. of these people are big in Game of Thrones. So the Viper. I, I was happy when it when it happened. Yeah. And spoiler but, I mean, alert: if you know anything about The Last of Us or I guess Game of Thrones. It seems like if he's in an HBO show, he's just going to die from shots to the head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Spoiling. Jeez. If if some if there's a story where someone dies by their head getting destroyed, Pedro Pascal is your guy. That's your guy. Cool. Uh exciting stuff. I'm real I'm I'm really stoked for it. I'm going to you know, I'm going to go to Kroger and I'm going to get anything I want to eat for that night it's gonna be a party vegetable trays you know a nice spread you know what i mean treat yourself treat treat yourself yourself on sunday night uh you know who's not gonna treat themselves tell me some ubisoft people ubisoft yeah oh (laughs) 
Reading this from IGN, Ubisoft hey. cancels three unannounced games, delays Skull and Bones for the sixth time. Company announces new strategy amid financial troubles and recent game underperformances. Um, in a press release, <clears throat> Ubisoft outlined a new strategy for the remainder of its fiscal year, as well as lowered expectations for the last fiscal year. Ubisoft explains the move as a result of the companies facing major challenges in the industry uh, as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and long-lasting titles than SIC, whatever it is, uh, can reach players across the globe, across platforms and business models. While Ubisoft notes its goal has been to build large, overarching global brands, the release adds that games from this investment phase have yet to be released. While our recent launches have not performed as well as expected, specifically the press release later calls out Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope as underperforming in the final weeks of 2022 and early January despite an ambitious marketing plan. Just Dance 2023 underperformed as well. And if, listen, people aren't buying Just Dance. They got problems. Um, <clears throat> Skull of Bones delayed for the sixth time is also and has also canceled three unannounced projects on top of the four it already canceled last year. For Skull and Bones specifically, the new target looks to be early 2023 to 2024. So I don't know why it says early, but maybe this year, maybe not. Assuming this means fiscal year, the soonest we'll see Skull and Bones now will be April 2023. It may be as late as December. What a face. Um, I'm thinking... <laughs> Don't doesn't Ubisoft have like didn't they do like uh, alphas or like betas for like a couple free to play games that they had going on like early last year? Not that I, I can recall. I honestly don't know. Um, the first when I saw this, the first thing in my brain was like, Sony should buy them, but they can't buy them right now because they're trying to stop Microsoft from buying Bethesda. Mm. <laughs> they can't go out and buy Ubisoft. Not Bethesda Blizzard. Blizzard, yeah. Um, but like well, this whole thing sounds to me like they just need to be bought by somebody. Well, Blizzard, let's see. What's Ubisoft's value? That's the question. It was rumored that they were going to be bought last year when all this, you know, everything. So happening. I have a question for both of you re regarding Skull and Bones. Mm -hmm. Do these delays diminish excitement or raise excitement for people? Ooh, you see, in a lot of we talk about it a lot of times. The, the, the want the, for the game, yeah, about after how six delays, delays after six not, delays. I know, um, that's what Halo had. So, um, but you, we talk about people like how how delays are not always a bad thing for a game because it makes the game better, and I think that is true. But the biggest thing with this is that this is not like, oh man, there's this new game I'm waiting for. It's like. Oh, there's this competitor to this good game that's already out that I'm waiting for. Like, if Sea of Thieves wasn't in existence, I don't think it would hurt the um, excitement for the game very much. But just because it's already in existence, I think it does hurt a lot. Hmm. It almost okay. seems like this game's being delayed to try and make it good. Yes, hundred like percent. Every time, every time they show it, people are like, "This doesn't look good," and then it gets delayed, and they show it again, and they're like, "This still doesn't look that great," and then it gets delayed. Even the last time they had their big blowout, people were just like, I guess maybe it'll be fine, but it kind of looks like it doesn't run well. 
and all these other problems with it. So, so we've, we've talked about I've this before. I've never been interested in this game. We've talked about this before. And my issue is like, why are companies so quick to just like stamp down a, a release date? And then, you know, we've been plagued with delays for like years now. Why, why can't we just say, you know, this game's in development and then they have developer updates throughout the year? maybe maybe three, maybe four developer updates and just keep us up to date with the game. Keep the hype level there. Why do we have to keep setting a date, building hype and then just shutting it down? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand that, but. I think I give some of it the benefit of doubt. Oh, actually, I, did, I didn't give a lot of people the benefit of doubt before COVID. Yeah. And then we had these couple of years during COVID where things got delayed over and over. Even The Last of Us Part Two got delayed. And it's just like, okay, I get it. It's COVID. No one knew how to work from home yet. All that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then now Mm -hmm. we're kind of past it where it's just like before COVID where it's like, if you put an actual date on something, like you better just hit it. Yep. (laughs) Or just don't say, or just don't say anything. Yeah. 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 Accurate. Because you have Starfield. We've had cyberpunk. We have skull bones. Mm-hmm. We have games like uh, that were at that first ever or one of the first two PlayStation showcases before the PS5 came out mm-hmm. that had 2021 dates, 2022 dates, and they still never haven't come out. And now no. they're just Vol- no Volcano High. In, Volcano High, Devil Inside, God of War even got pushed out of that because it said 2021, I think, or something like that when it yeah. first got announced. So that's what makes me a little bit nervous. I was watching a podcast where they're uh, doing an, the fantasy critic draft. And one of them picked Spider-Man 2. And I was like, I know they've said 2023. But still, that seems like a game to me that could very well get delayed. Do but, we also think that shutting down multiple projects is to uh, shift that money into Skull and Bones? To make it this like triple A bomb? A bomb? <laughs> I meant that in a good way. Triple A bomb might be the right word. I don't know what they're doing with Skull and Bones, to be honest. it They have, and I have it here, because I was like, I know they had some free-to-play games. There's this X-Defiant game. I don't know if y'all remember this, but it's like a competitive shooter type deal. 4v4, I believe, kind of, uh, you know, each player has like their... Oh, yeah. Their yep. skill base or whatever. I remember this. And they did an alpha with a bunch of YouTubers, and they were like, it was fun, but there's a lot of problems with it. And so we hadn't heard anything I since do remember then. This. So hopefully they've been working on it and fixing those problems and stuff like that. And then there's also the Division Heartland, which we did our our fantasy critic uh, two years ago now. And one of us, I don't remember who it was, may have been me, uh, picked that game, and it never came. Actually, I think it was uh, Fluffy. Who picked that game? And it just never came out because they announced it like this is going to be a free to play division game. People are like, awesome. It's not, and still nothing. Because we all know if you can make a really good free to play game, i.e., Marvel Snap, i.e., Overwatch, Fortnite, Apex. Warzone, you're going to make an ungodly amount of money more than you would have if you would have charged $70 for it. So if one of those two hits, all their problems could go away. Like if X Defiant comes out and it's this big time thing and everybody's buying skins and all sorts of stuff, then, then they're set. But 
So I think yeah. part of they're like, let's cancel the games that are going to cost like the, the big AAA games. Let's double down on, I guess, Skull and Bones. I don't know why they would do that. Let's double down on these free to play games and try and make it make one of these land. Yeah. Yeah. Is Skull and Bones supposed to be free to play? I don't think it is, is it? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Um, well, Ubisoft kind of has a little bit of the Netflix thing where they're just making so many games at one time that you get to that point where you're putting so much money in that it takes a ton of money out of it in order to be profitable. And so if you take any sort of dip in profit, you go, oh, snap, we got to cut some stuff because we're making 37 games this year or whatever the case may be. So it just... Um, and it's not like... It's a it's a big organization. May make me sound like a Ubisoft hater, and maybe I am, Andrew. <gasps> But when you think of the Ubisoft games, you don't like in my mind. I'm not thinking S tier here. Like the Assassin's Creed games, I know people like them. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Far mm-hmm. Cry games, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. You have the Division, Rainbow Six Siege, which is probably one of their better ones, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But then you have like the Ghost Recon games, which sometimes I love those games. are really bad. Sometimes they're terrible. Like the newest one, I think, is like a three on Metacritic. Like it's real bad. Hmm. They had that Roller Champions game, Matthew. I don't know if you remember. I think we played that like one night. You they like roller. You go in a circle. It was a free to play game. It was garbage. I did not play um, that. No. They have that don't avatars that. that avatar game that they showed off as well. Mm-hmm. That I, I assume that's one of the ones they're sinking money into. They came out with that Rainbow Six Extraction game. That I don't think it was free to play. Maybe it was, but it was on Game Pass. And me and some friends played it, and it's just like, it's just yeah. boring, you know? So. Mario Rabbids, I'm looking at that. I forgot about that one. Yeah. To me, they're just screaming to be bought by somebody. Let somebody, mm-hmm. like, if PlayStation bought them, for example, let PlayStation make a Far Cry game or a Ghost Recon game or yeah. an Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Or a division game, or something like that. Like, give, give Sony those IPs, and see what they can do with them. Yeah, making a division game with uh, with Bungie's help on on that kind of stuff would be killer. Yeah, just give the division to Bungie. Be like, here you, you go, Bungie, mm-hmm. make the division game. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, everything is more expensive now. People have less money, uh, businesses as well. So you got to do what you got to do, I guess. But uh, as someone who loves free-to-play shooters, I hope the Division or this uh, X-Defiant game comes out and is real fun. Because let me tell you, like we said in our predictions, I predicted that a 2023 game would be the most streamed game. X-Defiant comes out, blows the doors off, most streamed game yep. of the year. Calling it now. Just just looking real quick on... a. Uh... This is just a website company's market cap, and it just has kind of like the whatever the, the market value is of different companies. And like obviously, Microsoft's trying to buy Activision Blizzard, which is <coughs> half the value of Sony. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's incredible. <laughs> Ubisoft is way down the list. Ubisoft is worth. Uh, so it says that uh, Activision Blizzard's worth about sixty billion. And Ubisoft is a little under three. So nice. this is significantly more affordable for uh, a lot of people. I'll say this. Andrew, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this game to you. 
I'm going to okay. say the name of one of their franchises. And I just want you to tell me if they came out with a new game tomorrow, if you'd play it. Okay. Assassin's Creed. I have a bad history. So, um, the, the one with the, the, the ninjas, that sounds cool. That's the only one that has that's, caught my interest. I, got I don't you. know. I, got you. I don't like yeah. those games. I'm going to go ahead and say that's a no. I have bad history with that. Uh, no Watch Dogs. Yes. Yes. For Far me. Cry. No. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. No. Two, I guess it would no. be. No, but if they came uh, out with a Rainbow Six game, a non-Siege Rainbow Six game. Ghost Recon. Like the, that would do that. No. The Division. No. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask. For Honor. No. <laughs> the Crew. No. Great game. Track Mania. No. Downloading tomorrow. And then something that's called Anno. I've never heard of that. Maybe it's I was waiting for you to say Child of Light 2, and I'm like, okay. Mario and versus Rabbids. Or Mario and Rabbids. Just Dance? No. <laughs> yes um, to Matthews. <laughs> Riders Republic. I've heard that's cool, but I, I have no real interest um I'm trying to see one that I haven't said yet but I mean that's it those are the IPs yeah. we're talking about here yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know interesting we'll wrong person would, to ask <laughs> I would love for someone to buy them and you know someone good I don't want I feel like like there's some games like Assassin's Creed that fit Xbox. Like I can see Xbox making an Assassin's Creed game and it being exclusive. Really? They just I would say the I other way. Creed, I would I say mean, PlayStation. Single player game, story game. I think it'd man, be better if PlayStation that. made it. For sure. I'm just saying I just think it fits only more. Speaking of Xbox, Xbox and Bethesda to uh, present developer direct live stream on January the 25th. This is comes from news.xbox.com. Presented by the game creators themselves from studios including Arcane Austin, Mojang Studios, Turn 10 Studios, and Zenimax Online Studios. The developer direct will focus on big features, extended gameplay showcases, and the latest info for Xbox games launching in the next few months, including The Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. Uh, to dedicate the proper amount of time for a deep dive into Bethesda Game Studios, Starfield, a standalone show, is in the works. Fans should tune into Xbox channels, Twitch, and YouTube, and Bethesda channels, Twitch, and YouTube at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on January 25th. See all the news. Elder Scrolls Online Studio Director Matt Firor, Firor will unveil 2023's major chapter update, including the latest regions of Temp. Tamriel, Tamriel uh, to become playable okay. in ESO as well as major new features coming to the game's biggest update this year. The team at Turn 10 Studios Forza Motorsport have been hard at work bringing fans to the next generation of Forza Motorsport built from the ground up to take advantage of Xbox Series X and S. Forza Motorsport is back and we can't wait to share back. more gameplay and exciting new details. Minecraft Legends, Mojang Studios will showcase an insider look into the PvP, PvP multiplayer experience in Minecraft Legends, the upcoming action strategy game for the makers of Minecraft. Developed in partnership with Blackbird Interactive 
and launching this spring. Don't miss the exclusive gameplay footage at the Developer Direct. And last but not least, the minds behind Dishonored and Prey, Arcane Austin will showcase several minutes of gameplay from their upcoming first-person shooter, Redfall. The Developer Direct will reveal single and multiplayer gameplay, showing more of how you and your friends will take down bloodthirsty vampires on the picturesque island of Redfall, Massachusetts. Fans can expect to learn more about combat, customization bosses, the open world, and more. There's also somebody on Twitter from the game, I think, that was like people were comparing what we've seen of Redfall to like Back for Blood and Left for Dead. Yeah. And they were like, no, think yeah. more like Far Cry, where you can play it solo and it's fine, but if you, you can also play it multiplayer. Right. So I'm cool. very intrigued on if it's like what the heck. So we should look at it like Dead Island? I have no idea at this point. I think basically saying it's not Left 4 Dead was them saying like, it's not a a short, there's not like, you know, like how Back 4 Blood is or Left 4 Dead is. There's four levels in this in Act 1. Yeah, yeah. And it's just just replay value, like arcadey. Like it's more of a, there's a story going on. Yeah, exactly. There's more like the world feels lived like it's an open world, lived in kind of thing going on. Rather than it just being an arcadey level based shooter. Matt, I think let's start with you. Elder Scrolls Online, Forza, Minecraft Legends, Redfall. You excited about any of these? See, see what's up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is really good. Um, I haven't played it as much as I'd like to. It's one of those I go back to and play in spurts. Very good. Very, spurts. very good game. Yeah. Forza, I'm excited about. Um, it's the first Forza in a long time that's not Horizons. It's not their arcadey yeah, one. Yeah. It's the first Gran Turismo um, uh, true competitor kind of thing. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. Um, Minecraft Legends. You're Minecraft man. I like Minecraft uh, vanilla. Not the regular. Chocolate. Not chocolate. The regular one. Not, not and Redfall. I'm... I, I, maybe it'd be good now to want to play it, but I don't have a whole lot of interest personally. I really want Redfall to be good because I want to play co-op with all my buds and it'd be good. Faux show. Yeah, no, and, and that's the thing with me. If, if you want to get me into a game, make it co-op. Uh, I'll like make the actual story part, the regular part of the game co-op. And I'm Did in. you play Prey or any of the Dishonored games? Uh... Prey, yes. Dishonored, no. But, um, oh, what's the one that came out last year by the same people that made Dishonored? That one. Loved it. Great game. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? Excited about either of these? Yeah, games? so I, I'm a Dishonored fanboy. I might go as far as to say that might be my favorite stealth game, possibly, ever. Um, nice. The abilities and everything in there is cool. But anyway, but that's from Arcane. So, um, Redfall for me uh, is might be higher than Elder Scroll, uh, not so much Elder Scroll Online, but the next iteration, the next Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so those two games specifically, I'm the most excited for. Um, as far as Xbox presentations go, I would say I'm never really excited per se. I've I've kind of shifted from uh, Xbox to Sony over the last like I don't know five years. But anytime there's a new presentation, you know, I'm, I'm there for the surprises. So uh, I, I definitely will be watching and I, I'm hoping to be surprised, you know, with Absolutely. what I see. I hope they give us something, but 
Yeah. If it's just going to be these four games, honestly, if they started off with Redfall, I probably would watch it and then turn it off afterwards. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's honest. I, me- I remember the game, by the way, probably my game of the year for 21, Deathloop. Oh, I, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, play yeah. that. Really good. Really I'm, good. I'm a little tiny bit interested in Minecraft Legends. Um, that's about it. I mean, they may show nice. it off in because we played a we played Dungeons, which I liked. Me and Matthew, we played it a little bit, and I played it with somebody else also just yeah. like a little bit. Like we never beat the game or anything, but it was fun. I barely but touched it. No, it it's good. like you know, it's Diablo light, light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um. If Minecraft Legends is, you know, a little bit more beef, it's got a little bit more meat on the bones, maybe I'll get into it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Deathloop is on uh, Game Pass. I only had a one friend to play and beat that game. I it did. Cool. I was, it cool. It was really, really good. Matter of fact, all the, all the Dishonored games are on there as well. I only have one friend. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mo- most, if not all, of the Bethesda, of Bethesda Studios games are on Game Pass. So, And a lot of the games like Evil Within, Prey, the Doom games, Dishonored, like they all got that 60 frames update. I highly recommend Dishonored, 60 frames, 4K, 4K patch so thing good. for all those older games, too. And it runs really well. Score? Ski. All right, well, is there anything Ski. we want to talk about before we leave? Nothing you want to get off your chest for this week. Hopefully next week, if you're listening, we'll do a, we may have to end up doing like our fantasy critic draft through the week and then talk about it next week. Okay. Um, I think okay. probably will be the easiest thing to do. Um, and then we can kind of go pick by pick with whoever's on next week. But. Pick by pick. All right. So my, my question for both of you, and maybe you'll prove me wrong is why haven't you played vampire survivor? Which is on Game Pass. <laughs> because I don't want to. I've watched yeah, people same. on Twitch Not play interested. it. I've I've watched people on Twitch play it and I was like, this I'm glad they're having fun and I'm I'm having fun watching them. So but you know what I'm not a game that I want to I play. watched a video the other day where it's the same thing. People watched it and they were like, I get it. But then they actually played it and then they were like, it was like a revelation. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they looked at the game completely different. It may I'm not saying I'll never play it, mm-hmm. um, but that screams like a I'm going on vacation or I'm traveling somewhere. Let's see. Gotcha. Let's get something on the Steam Deck. You know what I mean? Let's just get something on the Steam Deck. See what happens. I think you guys should play it for five minutes. It's on. Just it's on minutes. sale for just on sale for a dollar ninety nine. Oh, is it? Up. It's it's free on Game Pass, right? Um, yeah, but uh, Steam Deck boy, now you know what I mean. Oh, you know okay. Me <laughs> I see. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. Steam Deck Boy, man. Hey. It is there. Got ready it to is go. there. Tell me that case is not awesome. It's great. That, the dude, that's the awesome. best free case I've ever received for anything. <laughs> it's, I'm more, this, it's the little things that make me excited about stuff. <laughs> like, I'm so incredibly thankful that I got the 64 gig version and didn't pay for the, for the bigger hard drives. There you go. There you like, go. Because the screen I like a lot better than the 512 gig screen, like the etched glass matte. Oh, have you seen like it ma- in person? Yes, it's almost oh, like a matte screen. I have, um, and so I I pre-ordered that one, and when it came in, I just sold it because I was like, I don't need a Steam Deck right now. So the guy I sold it to opened it up, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. 
Um, and so when I got this one, I was like, the screen is just it's so much better. So because you could the, the mo- t- could you tell that without the system being on? Oh, he turned it on. Oh, he turned it on. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. He, he had to make sure I wasn't giving him a fast. That's one, fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Cool, cool, cool. But man, I love Steam Deck so much. It's so good. I know, right? Man. Switch Pro, come on, let's go. Switch Killer, Switch Two, Switch Two. You, you better, it better be on par. I wouldn't say Switch Killer. The Switch did just become the third most selling system of all time. Like I last know, week. I know. <laughs> but that's the only reason. And let's be honest, that's the only reason they don't have a pro yet. They know. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's the only reason there's not a pro yet is because that's such a big user base. They're going to milk it. Let me throw you you a fake scenario. A fake scenario here, though. Okay. If we could get everybody that's bought a Switch in a room and give them a Steam Deck. Now, the, the catch is we'd have to give them the Steam Deck with a game that works like it should. Okay. Um, like, because the one thing that is my complaint as a simple, simple-minded man, console boy, plug and play, okay. is turning it on, going to the store, downloading a game. Right. If someone that bought a Switch was just like, oh, it's just another Switch, and they went on there, and it's like, why is there two stores? You know, why is there a Steam Deck store and then a Steam store? Why does it right. have a yellow question mark? Why does it have a green light? Why does it say... Why are you the way that you are? Yeah. If it was just more simple, just a little bit more simple, then... But but besides the point, we have all Switch people in a room, and we okay. give them a Steam Deck, and we have whatever game they want to play that's Steam Deck compatible on there, and they just play it. Now... So for- what would they prefer? You know I don't I mean? think I don't think that alone would convert them. When no. you realize that you can play a PS4 Pro game in your hand anywhere, that to me is the is the major selling point. Personally, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. good time That'd to play more. God so of like, War in your hand. That's ridiculous. But like ridiculous. Andrew showed me his Steam Deck at uh, was it Christmas or Thanksgiving? Well, I don't know. Whenever he had it, he had it over there. And I just be honest, I'm not interested at all. I have zero interest wow. in one. Like, I'm like, nerd. Cool. Wow. He hadn't played, had played a game on it. That's what I'm saying. No, I didn't he play he a game, play game on it. But I, wow. I, I, I didn't. I mean, I, I think it's a cool idea for other people. I'm not interested at all. You could be managing a team anywhere you want on that thing. And uh, you can do that on the Switch. <laughs> Just saying. There's so many menus. <laughs> but, th- but this is the real version. The Switch version doesn't count. You know that. Even I know that. It's true. Okay, um, so, so, but now the thing with Nintendo's the Switch that the Steam Deck will never have is just, it's Nintendo's first party games. That's why you have it. That's the whole. point. I'm not going to comment that's not, on well, that. That's <laughs> when I have everybody in a room. I'm not asking them to pick this, but to pick the the person that's going to have the best exclusive games. I'm just saying, right? This is the hardware that the next Switch needs to have. At yeah, minimum. I, I like, won't disagree minimum, with that. Minimum, I do minimum, think it's minimum. way too big. Ooh. It's a little but, bulky. It's but at exactly the same bad. time. I, at the but, same time, I will kind of want it, the screen to be a little bit even bigger. You know. What I mean? Sure. Understood. Yeah, I, I just. I mean, that was my my first immediate thought when you pulled it out. I was like, that thing's huge. It is, but it feels but, nice. It does. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. It really is. But I, my thing is, I don't think, I don't think many people are going to have a Switch and a Steam Deck. Hmm. Uh, That's fair. You're gonna pick one or the other, and That's I fair. just well, Nintendo, I would. 
Nintendo I, that's has what, a I lot sold my of... Switch when I got the Steam Deck. Right, but you would not have done so if Nintendo had like if Nintendo three first party games Switch you knew 2, about. If they just said if they if this icon right here just said Switch Two, and it mm-hmm. ran all the third party games like the Steam Deck mm-hmm. runs them, I would one hundred percent just yeah. sell my Steam Deck and get a Switch. I agree. No, I understand. Easy peasy. I, I get that. I get that. But to me, the the issues, is, even if the Switch stays exactly like it is, and they don't come out with a Pro for three years, but then they say the Metroid trilogy comes out this holiday and the new Metro game comes out next year. It's like, well, then I'm not getting rid of this thing. Cause I'm gonna, like, I would rather play that than just about anything else. Like handheld wise. Matthew, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think Matthew knows the I, full I capabilities of a steam deck. <laughs> Maybe it so. Is. Maybe so. When we, when we lock them all, I think it's a good idea. I do. I'm just not interested. Let, let's just right. say the steam deck can play everything in existence. Minus Xbox mm-hmm. one X and PS five. <laughs> Which it can. I mean, Elden. Yeah, all those can. games are on there. Elden Ring's on there. You can play can. that. Yes, that's true. The Last of Us Part One, the remake. I'm walking is gonna... a fine line with what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I know what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, it's, it's the day yeah. that they make Destiny Two like actually Steam Deck compatible. I know you can do the Windows thing and all that bullcrap. That's how I play. When I go, when I go on the Steam Deck store and it's like Destiny Two right here, free to play. Game over. You know what I mean? Game over. The game. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. Is over. Doing just <laughs> just casual bounties and strike yep. playlist. Oh, dude, it's great. It's great. All right, then. All right. Well, cool. What we get to switch to this year? If you want to know, we have our predictions episode that we did last week mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. myself, these two fine gentlemen, and Neil the Deal, the real deal, Neil. Teal. Teal. Uh, Real, yeah, yeah, yep. Feel. These are all things that rhyme with Neil, Andrew. That's what I was trying to go. They with. are. That's true. That's accurate. <laughs> um, I will say, we, to spoil a little bit of last week's, I was a little frustrated because none of us picked uh, Skull and Bones, and I was, I, I thought about it, and that would have been we'd have, you'd have had a point already. Taking yeah, you one week, and you'd have had a point. Yep. Um. Yeah, so our predictions episode is up on, again, you can find it at youtube.com backslash at games or any streaming platform. We predict everything that's going to happen this year um, because we're smart boys. And will we be right? I don't know. We'll find out at the end of the year. If you want to know what we predicted and how we did in 2022, that episode is also up. So you can go back. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot mm-hmm. of stuff right because we are smart boys, again, like I say. Um, but that... It's going to do it for us here. We want to thank you all for listening. New podcasts upload every Friday. If you're listening to us on streaming platforms, you can give us five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is that you can give us would be a big help. Um, We will be with you all again next Friday. See ya. Oh, let's break it.